0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Welcome to the quick hitter version of Buckets, Boards, and Blocks. I'm Monica McNutt. My co-host, King McClure, is out this week, but Our guest on this week's podcast is basketball play-by-play artist Cindy Brunson, and we discuss the controversy surrounding the women's national team selection for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, missing a very important player. The hottest topic in women's basketball, which is the Olympics teams were announced, and Nika misses the roster again. You're not only are you a women's basketball fan and WNBA fan, like. I'm thinking Stanford and Pac-12, like Neca's from that side of the world, the whole bit. What went through your mind when the announcement came down? I was stunned, stunned silent almost. I
2: was ready to go to the WNBA All-Star game in Las Vegas Mm -hmm. and watch the WNBA All-Stars play Team USA and pick out my Neca Obumake jersey. I was that invested. When I found out she wasn't on the team, I put my tickets back on sale on StubHub Mm -hmm. and I canceled my flight. This is wrong. Mm -hmm. She is the only MVP to not make an Olympic team. And Candace Parker phrased it beautifully. I, I won't swear here, but there's a reason why we always keep going back to, there's something political at play or there's some other thing amiss here. Um, and it just shouldn't be the case. Neko Gumake is the face of the WNBA, the president of the union that negotiated the recent collective bargaining agreement. She was on the front of racial and social justice in the bubble. I, a, an Olympic team without her is just, it's just less than, and it doesn't have to be
1: that way. And I'm listening to you rattle off her accolades. I knew them, but hearing them again, it almost feels like an Olympic team without her is un-American. Is that too strong? <laughs> no,
2: no, that's that's why I put my tickets back up for sale. I, I just, and I'm, I'm jingoistic. I want Team USA to win a seventh gold medal. And I'm very happy for the people that made the team, especially the three Olympians from the Phoenix Mercury. Yay, Skylar Diggins. I can't wait to see her ball out. But um, yeah, I just, it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart a lot when somebody has put in the work and has been to all the practices and has been on the grind for the last five years for this opportunity. And it's not like she hasn't earned it with her skill set on the floor. Mm-hmm. So what else is at play? And it just it leaves a bad taste in your mouth.
1: Yeah, it is, it is very unfortunate. Um, in in, in an odd way, I am glad that this has become part of the mainstream conversation in sports. At yeah. least. Amongst basketball, because it's worth our attention. And listen, I'm not of the camp of just throwing Neko on there because she is the NBA or WNBA PA president. She deserves it when you look at the basketball mm-hmm. she's played. I do understand that she's injured. And quite honestly, Cindy, I was at, okay, let's break this down. Diana Sarazi is the GOAT. She is currently injured. And the piece of Collier, to me, has plenty of time. Like, <laughs> I texted Elena Beard, who's a good friend, but Elena is also similar to Simone Augustus in that she was keenly aware of the spot that she was holding when she started to think about retirement. Right. Now, I am not putting retirement on DT or Sue Bird. I do think that if there was ever an excuse to use an injury, it may have been this year for DT. Mm -hmm. But even if we say DT, Sue Bird still have earned that, to me, Collier is a little bit out of place. That is NECA's
2: spot. I was thinking Atkins myself. Okay, That was a name that jumped out at me like, Ooh, resume, mm-hmm. excellent player. Mm-hmm. But when you put it on paper and put NECA and Atkins, cause I, I took the guards out of it because of the position. I, I looked to the big bodies more, um, because of that. So, uh, DT I don't think there's anything that could get in the way of her and a fifth gold medal I mean if she has to wear some sort if she's out there in an iron lung she is going to help team USA you feel me she is not going to be denied um and Sue Bird, they have earned that right I feel and so I don't have a problem with them and Diana is supposed to be able to play. She's supposed to come back Sunday for the Mercury if everything works out with doctors and whatnot. So she should be working her way back. And the medical on NECA was the same, that by the time Tokyo came around, that she was going to be healthy. So with all of that in mind, again, I go back to the thought of it just doesn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. Agree.
0: From from what I've been able to read, and I'd kind of like to address this to both you guys, This is worse, this NECA situation, this is worse than an omission. This is a straight up betrayal from what I've read, because she left a lot of money on the table that she could have earned last summer to participate in some USA basketball events uh, with the sort of unspoken assumption, promise, whatever, that she was going to be on this team. So she put herself out there. She left money on the table that she could have earned for the team, for the country, and then this, to me, that's, that's just a stab in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: it's the ultimate snub. It really is because Neca has done everything that Team USA has asked of her more than anybody else that is on that roster over the last half decade. And that's another reason why I said, you know what, I will just watch this game from home. I put my tickets on StubHub and I just, my heart's just not in it because it hurts for Neca.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, so gosh, let me, let me think back pre-COVID the Olympic, what is the, the period before the teams are announced guys, but like everybody's kind of traveling together and they're doing that tour. What, what is that team called? The exhibition team, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So they um, were in New York and they actually came and visited our MSG 150 show at the time. And I hosted the whole segment. Uh, NECA joined us, Skylar, Sylvia Fowles, was it the three of us and me? Yeah, it was the three of them and me. And we had a great conversation. And again, to your point earlier, Cindy, NECA has been such a tremendous ambassador of mm. the game, of the women's game, of the country. It is an absolute travesty. And, and I just remember thinking about that conversation with them. They were all so excited and thrilled. Obviously of that group, Sill is the only one that had already won a gold medal. But right. they were so excited about the progress that the game is continuing to make and so much promise about the Olympic team. and. The part I think that hurts a little bit more is that Nneka is such an upstanding individual. (laughs) So cool in her approach. Like, I don't know, I may have missed it. I don't know that she's addressed it, but she it would be out of character for her to be anything other than classy as this thing unfolds. Meanwhile, the rest of us are pissed off. (laughs) (laughs)
2: 100% And and this is why I have just kind of drawn a line in the sand because I've already went through this with Candace Parker. Yeah. I was in Seattle in 2012 with, at Nike in Seattle introducing the London team to the world for the mm. first time, and Asia Jones was there, and yay, Asia Jones, good for you, but as you look back at a roster full of Connecticut players and Candace Parker wasn't there, I j- that's when it started for me, like, wait a minute, are we really taking the world's best here? You know and then when Parker does make the team but she hardly gets any burn in 16 it's like what are we doing <laughs> she, mm-hmm. holy moly she's like Kevin Durant now she can shoot the three she mm-hmm. can run the floor what so yeah this was for me the straw that broke the camel's back but what I like about this instance unlike what Parker kind of suffered through in silence with you know except for the very tight basketball community now the country is going, why isn't NECA involved? Because the game has grown. So I think
1: that's awesome. Yeah, I was just about to say, your dirty little secret is out. Selection committee. yeah, yeah. We got to do better moving forward. <laughs> yes, 100%. All right. Bruce, if you got anything else on this, jump in. Otherwise, beyond that, we got lots of W to talk.
0: No, just, just that, you know, the selection committee out of the five people on it. Gino's one of them. Kurt Miller, the Connecticut Sun coach, is one of them. And even one of Don Staley's assistant coaches is Jennifer Rizzotti, Connecticut son yes. president, and former UConn player. So five out of the twelve players are from UConn. It, there's just a lack of balance here, and it's pretty. You don't have to be a brain surgeon to see that that this is just like not quite right. And anyway. you know what?
1: Yeah. I'm actually glad you mentioned that because, I, and I I don't know this for a fact. And Cindy, tell me if you agree, disagree, if it's conceivable. Mm-hmm. While Don and Gino have the most respect for each other, I imagine, I would be very curious to be what, as to what the conversations were like with the selection committee, with Don Staley as your head coach. Like this, I feel like this is an unfair blemish on her and this opportunity, you know what I mean? Like the whole thing is just, mm mm-mm.
2: Yeah, that's really tough for me. And I mean, look, we can't take anything away from Connecticut, right? Gino has put 42 women into the WNBA. It's not like they're terrible players when they leave that school and play professional basketball, whether it's here in the United States or around the world. Um, But the slant, you know, as you look at (laughs) the scales of justice, there seems to be a weight when it comes to the blue and white colors of the Connecticut Huskies. So I just, I thought for sure, if anybody's resume could trump anything, it was NECA's. And when that didn't happen, I was, I was done.
1: If you'd like to hear more fantastic WNBA talk and some Phoenix Suns talk with Cindy Brunson who does play-by-play for the Pac-12 network, make sure you check out the full version of Buckets, Boards & Blocks from Pure Hoops Media and you can watch us on YouTube.